This is 680 CJOB. Welcome to the main ingredient where I try to find new restaurants and visit established favorites to keep you updated on the local food scene here in Winnipeg. Today is an interview I did with Chef Tim Palmer at the VG restaurant in the Fairmont Hotel, which is a longtime Winnipeg classic, yet still has found the time to reinvent itself over the past few years, thanks to Tim and his staff, and I guarantee it still will be or will become your new favorite. Thanks, Tim, for coming to the main ingredient. Thanks for inviting me in. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I've been here before. I feel like I'm going to ask these questions again. That's very strange. <laughs> you know, very odd. Um, you and Ed had a dinner here that I came to a little while ago last year. Your uh, your chef series. What is it called? The Chef's uh, Collaborative? Uh, Peg City Chef's Collaborative. And how did that event turn out? I, it was an, an absolutely amazing event. You know, we, we accomplished what we set out uh, to do. And that was that we're going to come out... Uh, one we want to share that you know a Japanese cuisine can fuse uh, w- you know with with uh, the, um, maybe down home sort of like a uh, uh, local based uh, local centric passionate uh, uh, sort of cuisine that we have with worldly touches so we we basically fuse Japanese and like Ed and me together which is kind of not too hard because I'm just like his little mini me. <laughs> <laughs> So we showed that we could. Uh, we showed that we could do. Uh, you know, you could you could fuse these food together, and it, it doesn't have to be. Uh, you know, it's it's not. It's not tricky. It's not uh, rocket science. It's it's passionate food, and the the most important thing is, is we do a lot of work, and we do you know day to day the restaurant and hotel. It's fun, and but we really wanted to set out and just have a good time. And ultimately, we, we had an amazing, we had a blast. And I think it showed through the food and, and, and just the, the vibe of the restaurant. Everybody had a great time. And, and, you know, there was great feedback. A lot of people were extremely happy with it. Right. So I'm sure all those people, you're getting a lot of feedback, good feedback. And a lot of people are probably wondering when you're going to do it again. Yes. Right. But again, when you're good at what you do, you're going to be, you know, obviously you guys are busy. It must play a huge role in, in planning these things. Well, yeah, it took a lot longer, really. It took a lot of planning to go into the first one. You know, there's just figuring it out, you know, figuring out how we're going to execute it. You know, there's always who's going to buy what and how's that going to work? Who's going to serve it? Where's it going to be? You know, there's a lot of of facets that we had to really take into account. Um, But we, you know, we got there, we did it. And then, uh, you know, just it's amazing how life has a way of just kind of getting away from you uh you know it's boom it's summertime we're, we're doing our rooftop garden our beehives uh back to our burgers are going crazy taco tuesdays um and and before we knew it you know and of course ed's uh killing it as well and and he's he he's well voted the best uh japanese restaurant in the city mm-hmm. you know it, it, he's busy i mean he's going through uh you know non-stop he's only closed one day uh a week and that's his only day off too right so you know it's it's he was busy and then before we both knew it it was christmas and we kind of buckled down and get the business through and then here now i know you're drinking me with me now yeah. <laughs> and it's christmas is over i can't believe it's january 2018 it kind of seems crazy right now um okay so let's go to the beginning and let's uh, and let's talk about you a little bit, right? So it took you going from you're from Winnipeg originally, yep. And you know, as a young man, it took you leaving Winnipeg to really discover how much you had a, have a passion for cooking. So maybe we can talk a bit about that. Truly, uh, you know that it, it's you know I went to high school here in, in Winnipeg. I uh, went to FRC, um, graduated, and and basically everybody that you know I graduated with for the most part. You know, either they didn't have plans or they were going to university. And I knew for sure that university probably wasn't 
uh, what you wanted to do. Exactly for me. I wasn't exactly the uh, the best student, mm-hmm. per se. Hey, um, me too. I was I, great personality, studies. though. Great personality. <laughs> I'll get a job because everybody likes me, <laughs> not because I'm qualified. <laughs> exactly. please, please. Um, and so I had some I had some older friends that uh, graduated a few years before me, and and they they went out to Jasper at the at the Fairmont Jasper Park Lodge, and they said how much fun it was and making money. It was great, and so well, I didn't want to just stick around. I mean, it, you know, I, I I love Winnipeg. It was great, but I never been to the Rocky Mountains before, um, and it was an opportunity to kind of just venture out on my own. Not only just to, you know, not only to learn, you know, more about cooking and figure out what I want to do with my life, but mm-hmm. to figure, figure myself out as well. It's a great opportunity to kind of, you know, learn, you know, who you are if you're kind of just submerged in, in, and rely upon just your own tact and your own ability out there. Um, you know, we always used to say the great thing was... <clears throat> about working at a resort in the mountains is that you'll never starve, you'll never freeze. And and even if you blow all your money out of the bar, you still have a roof over your head and you still have food because True, you're hey, working that, Yeah, so, that is right. So you can't, it's kind of like safe, right? And so my friends right, right. are happy it's a, about It's a that. safe risk. Yeah. Um, so moved out to, moved out west and, you know, my whole idea was I was just going to go out there save some money in Jasper, uh, which is not easy. Yeah, it's not expensive. I mean, it's not cheap in not any cheap. way, shape, or form. <laughs> and you're right. 19, and there's bars everywhere, too. If you got money, yeah, if you got money, hey, you're going to blow it. Right, <laughs> exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been there. <laughs> anyway, carry on. So, uh, <laughs> you know, Jasper and, and you know, the opportunity, uh, uh, sorry, there was a breakfast cook, and, you know, just kind of, I, I noticed that there was a lot of passionate people around uh, in hospitality and, and in the hotel, and especially the, in the kitchen. They... The team was always there to support you, uh, whether you were the bottom of the bottom of the line or, or top of it. You, everybody was there to help you up, and you know this this team energy and the the vibe of the kitchen really made me want to kind of be a part of it. And before long, there was the opportunity to uh, uh, join the apprenticeship program, and so uh, the apprenticeship program is you go to school out of. Uh, for two months out of every year, and then for ten months you work practically at at the hotel. It's awesome. It's great, and and so that makes sense because again, I'm not really a school kind of person. Right. So uh, you're going to school, but not in the school. Exactly. And and, and, and culinary school is really a lot more. You know, it's a lot more hands on. I mean, it it made sense, right? When you're doing discussing food cost or math that way, I didn't understand it when they're trying to tell you in high school and relate it to unpractical things mm-hmm. now i see something as tangible that i can actually see and it makes sense to me now now i can you know food cost anything along those lines percentages i can come up right off the top of my head which is funny i always wonder why they always because my kids are in high school right now and i always wonder back in the day why they always harp and everyone's taking pre-cal when probably 10 percent of the school will be taking that afterwards and everybody else will be learning real life things like mortgages and car loans and that kind of things right right, right. yeah and i mean if they explained it <laughs> we could go forever but you if they explained something like you, you would understand it a lot better if you if you knew you could relate it to okay i'm gonna buy a car but how much am i gonna pay for it and this right. is how much interest it accrues or you know depreciation and you figure that out right right because that's what really, you want you need that right not calculus totally so like, much. <laughs> not that not that people shouldn't know that, but again, <laughs> yeah. if you're not going into that kind of profession, then you know it just doesn't make a lot of sense exactly. to make that the priority. I, I just don't get it. Anyway. Yeah. The main ingredient interview with Chef Tim Palmer inside the VG restaurant at the Fairmont Hotel. 
We'll continue after the break while Tim and I finish our Half Pints Bulldog Amber Ale. It's a tough job. We'll be back soon. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen, talking with Chef Tim Palmer about how his journey to become a chef led him far from his home here in Winnipeg, only to return to make Winnipeg his home once again and bring his culinary skills here to the VG restaurant at the Fairmont Hotel. I had the opportunity to uh, uh, join the apprenticeship program, and it was kind of funny. Uh, the, the, the sous chef in charge of, of the apprenticeship at the hotel, his name was Greg Ryle. Uh, often a lot of people refer to him as Scully. And uh, we... Uh, he asked me, so what are your plans? Are you going back to school? And, you know, I really wasn't sure. And I, I, I had thought, you know, I'm going to go back to either go uh, business admin, Red River, or go to culinary school. I really didn't know. And so he said, well, how much does it cost to go to culinary school at, in, at Red River in, in Winnipeg? And I said, you know, about, I don't know, 4800 five grand a year. I don't know. And uh, so he said, okay. And he wrote a big zero on a piece of paper and he passed it over to me like it was like he was making a deal with me. And he said, <laughs> <All sneaky yeah. laughs> this is what I'll offer you. Um, and so, you know, he, he uh, it was a big zero on it. And he's like, well, this is how much it's going to cost for you to do your apprenticeship. And you're going to learn real skills and, and you know, and you're going to learn a lot more here than you will in school because this is actually how it is and uh you know and i'm all for culinary school for everybody uh for anybody that that wants to go that path I, for me i'm better suited for the apprenticeship um you know i'm i was, I was a right, hands-on learner and, and right? that's just that's just what attracted me to it right and so i joined the apprenticeship program uh, i got my red seal uh through uh was finally through Nate. I went to school both SAIT and Nate, which is Southern Alberta Institute of Technology and Northern Alberta Institute of Technology in Edmonton, uh, respectively. And so I did my apprenticeship and finished that. Um, and then, you know, once I was done, we, we I, along the ways, I, I met a, a girl named Tanya, and she'll come up. But uh, I had the opportunity to... Uh, <laughs> I love the way you said that. <laughs> the story. Yeah. I'll squeeze her in. She's coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and so we had the opportunity. So anyway, it was it was time to move on. And, you know, I had this idea that I was going to go work out in in uh, Niagara. I had some interest in and I'd had a kind of a, a loose job interview set up. And so uh, Tanya and I hopped in uh, my Z22 Cavalier. Oh, boy. With a U-Haul yeah. behind us. Yeah. And we trucked her across the prairies. <laughs> Uh, Z22, that's awesome. 24 years old, don't take a (laughs) U-Haul behind a Z22 two-door through the border at Emerson. I'm just going to say that. Don't do that. That's not a good thing. No, that didn't end well. Um, Anyway, we made it out to uh, Niagara, and uh, it was supposed to be just a quick little chat, and, and, you know, it kind of worked us out in the chef. Anyway, we met him, and it just wasn't the good, the right situation. It was a, it just didn't feel right. So, well, we hopped back in the car, and we were going to drive, continue driving out east to. Uh, well, she's from Cape Breton, uh, New Waterford, Nova Scotia, to be exact. And so we were planning just to just okay, we're going to go meet her family and and keep driving. Um, not too far after uh, Niagara, we actually I just got an email from a, a friend who uh, was working in Australia at the Sheridan Mirage in Port Douglas. 
And so he offered a, he said, Hey, you know, it's a great place. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, you got to come check this out. And, and we have some jobs available. So, uh, I got hired in there as the banquet chef, uh, of Lagoon restaurant. Uh, you know, we waited for visas to clear, uh, six months later, we were in far North Queensland, Australia in Port Douglas. It was beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous spot. Um, talk about a change of life in such a short amount of time, right? It really was. I mean, you know, like in, you know, it kind of not too, too long before we left Jasper, did I actually just start, you know, seeing this girl, you know, we picked how up. How, we wait, just, how much time went by from when you met her to when you were heading to that first job interview and then you were in Australia? Well, it was about three quarters of a year before we left Jasper. And then we, by the time we were in Australia, it was probably a year and a half. Not so bad. Yeah, that's not yeah. bad. Yeah. So, you know, you, you know, you were just enjoying it. It's going to get awkward That's okay here. now. Yeah. <laughs> I won't dog you out. <laughs> so, yeah, views is clear. We ended up landing in Australia and uh, working away at this amazing place. I mean... I grew up in, in Winnipeg. I mean, I think the furthest, like, really never, the furthest we went was Ontario. You know, it's crazy. Before That's that. what I'm saying, right? Winnipeg, and then you went to Jasper, and then also, you're in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Great culture shock. So it was, it was an amazing time there. I mean, a beautiful place. I mean, crystal blue waters. I mean, uh, I'd never seen a coral reef before. We'd swim with parrotfish, uh, swim with turtles, and, and, jellyfish and you know the water was hotter than a bath like it was like 30 degrees water it's crazy and yeah especially <laughs> going into the lakes totally. here oh my god <laughs> it's insane all right so i know you spent a lot of time out out there you went to several places so maybe we can talk about that and what what led you back to uh led you back to canada and then what led you back to winnipeg great uh so after australia again another friend called me up uh, hey we're looking for good cooks uh in bermuda so, uh, okay, I, I want friends like yours. Can you have friends like yours? <laughs> Seriously, you got to work with, uh, with them beside them for 17 hours a day, uh, for about three years straight. So, Bermuda, I'd only ever read about in books. Um, it was the Bermuda Triangle. I mean, I, I didn't really know much about it. I, knew I know, it was a beautiful to go. place. It's gorgeous. You got to check it out. Oh, you would love it. The rum is amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't like alcohol very much. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> So we're there, and uh, so Tanya and I both got visas. Uh, and, and while we're in Bermuda, uh, you know, we've had tons of opportunity. Like, it's a great, beautiful place. Met a lot of great people uh, from all around the world. And uh, we, uh, Tanya and I, at that point, then got married um, not too long after that. So your wife now? Your My wife. wife now, yes, that's right. Um, you know, about a year or so later, uh, Tanya was pregnant. So uh, we decided it would be a good idea to, you know, move back to uh, move back to Canada. And uh, the idea for that was that, you know, we, we want our family to be at least relatively close. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not as, I guess, it's make it a little easier for them to come see for sure. the baby. And, you know, it, it was important. Um, so we moved to Toronto. So Toronto is perfect because it's right halfway in between Winnipeg and, and uh, New Waterford, Nova Scotia. Yeah. Um, so we were working there and, you know, I got a job at the, uh, the Fairmont uh Royal York. I was the chef de cuisine of Epic Restaurant there. And uh, at that point, uh, our son Jackson was born. And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I have to say, I was lucky because I got to go to work every day and I got to see people other than the, well, 
I got to see other, interact with other humans. As no, opposed. you don't have to explain. I have three kids. You don't have to explain <laughs> it to me, right? There's uh, whoever says that staying home is an easy job or you're staying at home, being a stay-at-home mom is you're lucky you don't have to work. Forget it. I could mm. never do it. I, I'm not even going to lie, <laughs> right? Kudos to all you stay-at-home moms and dads out there. Probably the most challenging, underappreciated job in the world. When the main ingredient returns after the sports news and weather, Chef Tim Palmer and I are going to talk about the great food made at the VG restaurant in the Fairmont Hotel. Welcome back to the main ingredient. Last week, I had the pleasure of taking the show on the road, and it led me to the VG restaurant to talk to Chef Tim Palmer about the excellent food they make. All right, let's talk about the restaurant. Let's talk about the Velvet Glove. I looked at your menu before you came here, seen your menu. Uh, one of the things that I said to you before is the food is as pretty as it tastes. I'm sure many people pro- probably say it's probably hard to eat it because it looks so good. You take pride in presentation? Well, most certainly. I mean, you eat with your eyes first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we're constantly always trying to evolve and try new things. We're not afraid of, of failing. We're not afraid uh, of trying something and, and it not working. I mean, it's just we, we have to always keep trying. And we love food. So I think that's the start. Um, we have a true passion for food. And every single person on the team, and, and it's not just myself. We have a very talented team, a very talented sous chef team as well. And so every single person on the team is one focus, and that's obviously uh, about the food. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to make our, our guests, they, they're people pleasers. They want to make people happy. And, and by doing that, you do it through, I mean, for me, the best way is through, uh, through your stomach, through food. And, and I like you. <laughs> you're a good man. <laughs> do, you, do you sometimes feel, though, that you have to kick it up a notch because you're in a, in a hotel? Definitely. I mean, we constantly have to try to reinvent uh, ourselves and we, you know, put the extra effort forward continuously because we try to break the stigma of, of, of a restaurant in a hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for a lot of people, they see the Fairmont Winnipeg as this luxury brand hotel. Right. And, you know, whereas you have a standalone restaurant and we'll use uh, Yujiro, like our good friend Ed there. They, don't see a restaurant inside of a hotel. They see an amazing Japanese restaurant right. named Yujiro. And then that is what they go there for. Only so, needs to be bigger. It's it definitely does, in there. yeah. Good God, he's always full. Okay? <laughs> and open on Tuesdays. <laughs> you don't need a day off. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, 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 so it's, you know, we really have to really go that much further to be able to, to get that out there and get, get people to see us as something more than than what they would be typically used to is uh, a typical hotel restaurant, which is that same you know, food. If you have if you have different locations, it's the same food all the time, everywhere doesn't change very often. That's typically what you think when you think of hotel food. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's on it, right? And you right. know, in Fairmont, and, and they're even named the same, right, all the way across the board. Right. Yeah, they have the same names of the restaurants all over, right? So right. it's, you know, Fairmont's worked diligently in trying to, to, to really kind of, you know, they give you the opportunity to run it like your own. And so, you know, with that, you know, we just really have to step it out and get people to see us, uh, you know, f- behind the, the, the Fairmont sign and that know that the VG is in here. And uh, we do that, like, basically one plate at a time. And, and, you know, they let the guests tell the story. 
ultimately mm-hmm. of, of what their experience was and, and we don't you know the way we view it is, is we don't see people just coming here for dinner uh, or for a snack or for a cocktail They're, we invite people to come here for an experience mm-hmm. and it's from the moment you pull up to the front door uh, walk in uh, from the hostess to the table uh, to the time that you eat, uh, enjoy the perfectly paired cocktails. Uh, you know, we have an extremely talented Somali in training, you know, Staz, Anakin, that, that is truly passionate about beverage. And, and we've, we're working on these old-fashioned tasting menu. We've got, uh, we're rivaling on some of the, the largest whiskey selections in the city, uh, not as far as Toad. Do you, guys uh, have a, do you guys have Whiskey Tuesdays or something like that? Uh, we're working on Whiskey Wednesdays right whiskey now. Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah, so that's something that we're definitely working out to. And, and just come on down. I mean, the passion just comes right through it. And if not, we've got amazing bar snacks. Well, you know, I, I, <laughs> I won't say no to that. Um, let's talk about the different things that you guys do. Again, I know that you're always trying to, trying to kick it up a notch because of, you know, whether it's your, I think that's your personality in the first place. I don't think someone that has traveled around and seen that much and done uh, that many things is going to be, you know, Satisfied with just doing the same thing over and over again day after day. Right? That's right. Definitely. Right. Your personality, it just doesn't suit that. So let's talk about some of the things you guys have, even the Taco Tuesdays and things that people may not typically associate with the restaurant in the Fairmont, right? Exactly. So we have Taco Tuesdays and, and our backdoor burger program, uh, which is literally, literally the, we open up the, the, well, I guess they're back door between uh, the hotel and the Richardson building. So in between the two, the two buildings there and basically Portage and Main and, and the, the downtown here. And it started out as, as an avenue because the restaurant, I mean, in Winnipeg, uh, one thing's a guarantee, and that's or there's a couple things that are guaranteed. That's mosquitoes. Uh, not last winters, year. Not last year. Uh, uh, the first year ever. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's an anomaly, that's for sure. <laughs> it was. Um, uh, snow and damn cold, and and the. the uh, the fact that Winnipeg empties out in July and August. Mm. Everybody's out of the cabin, everybody's out of the cottage, and, and downtown's usually a ghost town. So we wanted to do something to kind of drive some, you know, the people that are left in the city, that, that in the towers and in the buildings that, that want to uh, try something different. So we did this backdoor burger idea. Uh, Open up the back door, and we did these really cool burgers. So we take basically... Um, the high-end burgers and the high-end ideas of, of what we do here in the restaurant and, and, and the VG and the VGL. And then we basically do it out the back door. So make it a little bit more approachable. So no white linen, no tablecloths, and, and, and people could rock up, uh, get an amazing weekly changing burger or taco um, for $14. And it just started to pick up speed. And we, we it really started to... Um, get a lot of traction and, and especially last year we increased our our sales by over 100 percent and uh you know really it's a by lot of holy crap yeah it, it's That's we insane. do 200 220 20 burgers just out the back door um and you know we made what we thought we'd make and and as soon as once we ran out we ran out and it's not just a burger so you get a burger uh made with fresh ground uh cab chuck uh Ribeye, I mean, it's fresh ground mix that we get from Toledo. Um, Cole and Lee, you guys do a great job. And uh, <laughs> <A little> shout out, <laughs> thank you. Um, you know, it comes with uh, our signature fries, a uh, drink, and you know, you can get it. You can sit down and, and enjoy an amazing, classy burger just out the back door, or, or the always ever changing uh, tacos. I do on real corn tortillas, um, soft, 
tacos, set served with salad, a little bit lighter. It's busy um, on the side of that building when you guys, it's on Tuesdays. It it's really busy. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's a lot of fun. The team really embraces it. At first, there's a little bit of pushback, you know, oh, we should just keep, keep them in the restaurant. No, it's nice to be outside. It's nice. It must be nice to just open the doors and see and serve outside, right, on a nice day. And for them, the challenge, yeah. It, well, exactly. They get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no windows in the kitchen. Um, but they... they they see it as a challenge every time. So like if we're going to do 250 burgers in a matter of 45 minutes to an hour, like, I mean, is that, is, is that on average what you guys pump out of there sometimes this last year? That's that's kind of, that's what the situation we were in. That's crazy. And amazing. Like there was, they were having a, a ball. Like it was a fun time and they all, they are all a part of it and, and they're all a part of coming up with the ideas. I mean, it's a great collaboration. Like everybody has something that they could do as a burger. I it's mean, a great it's, idea around here, especially since, uh, this area doesn't have the luxury of food trucks. It's almost like a food truck, but coming out of the side of a building. Yes, exactly. Right. You, know, you just don't have to buy. Yeah, you don't have to buy a truck. Exactly right. <laughs> no, it's killer. More with Chef Tim Palmer and the VG Restaurant when the main ingredient is back after the break. Welcome back to the main ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen. Hotel restaurants are not like they used to be. The VG restaurant inside the Fairmont Hotel is proof of that. I stopped by there last week and spoke to Chef Tim Palmer about all the food they make and the events that they put on. New Year's, what did you guys do for New Year's? You said you had special events. And I know that it's part of, that's one of the things, again, it's so different here. You're in the same building, but you're doing different things for different people, different events that may be challenging and gratifying at the same time. Well, exactly. So New Year's, again, a very special day, and, and you know, everybody wants to get out and enjoy. Now, the big trend of late is, is weddings on New Year's. Now, we do an amazing job with weddings. We have a very talented, uh, you know, banquet team uh, from sales and catering uh, right through to the culinary team and stewarding team. We, we, we follow through with the absolute dream, and, you know... We, we definitely nailed it with, with we had two weddings on New Year's we did um, we had an, an amazing uh, eight course tasting menu here in, in the VG um, and then we had a little event so we had uh, called Truffles and Bubbles up on the Fairmont uh, Gold Lounge which is a, an amazing hotel within our hotel mm-hmm. it overlooks all the way from uh, the Museum of Human Rights the Forks all the way down Portage of Maine yeah you guys have a terrible view here it's, just, <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> God, I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, we had a few things going on and, and you know, it's, it's, it's great to feel the, the buzz. And, you know, also through the holiday season, we have turkey to goes. Uh, so we do like basically the entire Christmas meal mm-hmm. uh, that you just have to come and pick it up. I mean the entire Christmas meal. We do a whole roasted brined Manitoba turkey, uh, which is. Hang on. So, okay. So let's say I'm having people over. Yeah. Yeah. Three, three or four people and I want to make dinner. I can come and pick we'll, up a turkey. We'll do it. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So so we do either a half turkey or a whole turkey. Right. A whole turkey, they say, generally serves between about 13 to 16, 18 people. Oh, we're talking about like a... As an 11 kilo turkey. That's wow. 20, well, 22, 25 pound turkey. So it generally probably wouldn't fit in your oven. So we got, <laughs> we got that covered. <laughs> so and that comes we with got stuffing, you. mashed potatoes, uh... Uh, gravy, signature cranberry sauce, bread rolls, butter, pecan pie or pumpkin. Well, actually both if you order whole. And a Yule log. Um, and so we prepare it all. We have it all packaged. Boxed. Do a lot of people know this? Uh, this year they do now. Uh, we exceed oh, again, known that. by over uh, almost, uh, again, probably about 90% increase on sales this year. That's a crazy good idea. Yeah. Right? 
Makes and we'll do it any time too, yeah. right? I mean, it, it doesn't have to be turkey. We'll do catering. Um, you give us a call. You know, you, you got a party for twenty people at your house. We come cater your cater your event. Uh, we leave a place cleaner than we found it. Mm. And that's uh, always good. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's the worst part, right? Cleaning up. For sure. I want to do the dishes. No, because usually, if, fun. right? If you're cooking and you're making dinner, and then you're kind of socializing, you sit down and eat. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is get up and clean up that mess. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And then, or wake up the next morning and clean it up. That's Fully, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So you know, so we just don't. You know, it's not just one. Like we were saying before, it's just not just one restaurant or one lounge. We 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 do the uh, the outside catering. We do uh, in house catering. We do you know everything from Fairmont Gold, uh, in room dining to you know to backdoor burgers, backdoor tacos. Uh, we do pop up dinners at Bamble and Jones all the time. We've got uh, winemaker dinners. We do whiskey dinners as a matter of fact we have a, a whiskey dinner coming up uh we're going to be doing it on march 1st what do you mean by whiskey dinner uh so we're going to do like a, a multi-course uh menu of mm-hmm. food that's going to be paired up with uh each course paired up perfectly with whiskey uh scotch whiskeys canadian whiskeys um and we're doing that kind of in conjunction because we also host the whiskey fest here at the hotel oh, nice. as well now for those that don't get tickets right away because it does sell out really fast mm-hmm. um you know you'll be able to experience the full whiskey tasting right here in the vg uh instead of actually trudging through the uh the ballroom upstairs that's awesome um are there a lot of is there whiskey inside some of the dishes oh of course so so we try to encompass and either it be complimentary or contrasting but uh incorporating whiskey into the actual food itself uh the flavor of the smokiness or you know the, the sweet cherry taste of you know canadian rice or maybe some of the overproof dylan ones you know it's 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 a lot of fun it really is Sounds and again it comes back down to enjoying uh you know obviously we love what we do um, tasting whiskey while you do it doesn't hurt either <laughs> <laughs> you mean I get to drink and work and get a check? <laughs> Just clearing that up. <laughs> Why doesn't everybody want to be a chef, right? Which is awesome. I, I spoke to you briefly about the breakfast that you guys have. Um, crazy good breakfast. A lot of people must come in for breakfast that aren't staying in the hotel. Oh, definitely. I'm assuming, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, we lo- I, I, I love breakfast. And frankly, so I think, I. you know, breakfast is a really personal thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the way you like your eggs is the way i mean you know nobody really likes them all the same way mm-hmm. so it's 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 kind of a difficult one to hit uh, a lot of the menu items that we have on there are are really uh there's a lot of stuff that you can build your own or create your own mm-hmm. and you know you want an omelet your way you can have it however whichever way you want it with as many ingredients in it as you want or as little eggs benedict you can do it on whatever base we got multiple choices you can create your own eggs benedict you create your own experience right um yeah not only right so not only do you have a lot of things on that brunch or uh, that breakfast menu um you can make things that are on there different from the guy that's sitting sitting across the table that has technically the same thing exactly and again trying to get away from that stigma of of cookie cutter hotel uh where where food is just this cookie cutter this is corporately how it's supposed to be done we do things we run it like our own business and so you can have it however you like and, and however you want it and really not be the same. And so it's, it's something, especially when breakfast is so, again, personal. And, yep. and you know, I, again, I can eat eggs Benedict every single day of the year, nonstop. I, it's just any different way. It's perfect. I'm like that. Put but hollandaise on something and I'll eat it. <laughs> Dirt. How about done. that shoe over there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's 2018. Um, it is... January, 
you know, you have a whole new year to look forward to. What kind of new things you guys have coming up? Any any special plans coming up for summer? Uh, well, like I said, we got the whiskey fest or the whiskey dinner that we've got planned um, in in on March first. We've got Valentine's Day, uh, so we're hosting an amazing uh, Valentine's Day tasting menu. Oh, really? Uh, sort of an aphrodisiac sort of influenced yeah. uh, menu here in the VG. Um, so it's it's again an opportunity for people to come out, bring your uh, you know bring your partner out and, and show them a great time and show I guess them. You should have to since it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> honey, I'm going for dinner with my buddies. <laughs> my last question, but I got a couple more. The Chefs Collaborative. Have you guys even thought about when you're going to do your next one? Uh, well, I think in the next little bit here, I think uh, we're going to. I'm telling. I'm asking, to, telling you. Just get so to you talk know. with uh, <laughs> Chef Ed there and see what uh, we can come up with. We've uh, again, uh, things have really progressed and things have really gotten busy for for both sides. Um, but that's no no excuse. We just have to. Yeah, that's get no back excuse, to Tim. Okay, that's no excuse. There's, we can create time. I think. Okay. Yeah, that's the answer I'm looking. We've for. got 28 hours in a day now. Let's go. <laughs> go. Um, okay, so maybe we can talk, tell people what the hours are for the restaurant and how they can get a hold of you if they want to or how they make reservations. Yeah, I'm, do you have to make reservations? Uh, you can make reservations. I mean, that's, it's, that's, uh, you know, it, you can, it's but always you suggested, to. but you can always just stop by. Okay. Uh, come by any time. Um, you know, for dinner, we're open uh, Fridays and Saturdays at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't limit us. I mean, if you have a, a group of um, six people, you want to come in on a, a Wednesday, just give us a shout. Uh, we're extremely flexible. Um, so that's in, in the VG. VGL is open from uh, 11.30 till uh, 1 o'clock uh, every single day. Like 11.30 a.m. till 1, 1, 1, 1 p.m.? 1 a.m., sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so you can grab, you can grab an amazing meal anytime. Um, you know, so it's full menu in the lounge. Full menu in the lounge as nice. well. Yeah. So we obviously have some some different attributes or different different uh, um, appetizers or different uh, entrees that you can try in there as well. Uh, we do cross over a little bit uh, to to share the experience. Um, but also something that we do is we customly create tasting menus paired perfectly with different wines, cocktails, uh, or beer. Um, we'll. We'll, we'll custom create any experience that anybody would like. Because, and again, it's, it's, we have a fun, uh, we have a great time by doing things a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit differently than everybody else. Right. And so we, we like the custom approach and, and, you know, we want to keep things exciting. And it keeps us excited because we get to do something different all the time. So if you uh, want to come in, do an eight-course tasting menu, 15 of your friends, we'll welcome you anytime. It's all right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's nice that you guys have process, but no rules. Do you know what I mean? Like you're pretty much open to whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And, and again, we'll fit any. We'll 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 fit. We'll we'll meet any sort of budget. Uh, you know, like it's we understand. Like I I understand the value of it, and uh, you know we want to just share an amazing experience with everybody. Right. People must must assume since it's the Fairmont that oh my God, it's going to be going to cost me an arm and a leg kind of thing. Where you're willing to kind of hey, you know, if that's your budget, here's what we'll do kind of thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's oh, pretty cool. Thanks for. Uh, I was going to say thanks for coming by. Thanks for letting me come by. Thank you for coming by and seeing us. This wow. is absolutely amazing. I thanks for the beer to too, man. <laughs> Appreciate <You're> it. <laughs> it is tough drinking beer while interviewing somebody, but I seem to get through it just fine. Thanks for tuning in. And if you go outside today, bundle up because it's cold out there. Join me next week on the main ingredient here on 680 CJOB.
This is 680 CJOB.